on today's Daily Charge Supercharged Edition. Why did Apple skip a keynote for their new MacBook? How noisy is the new Magic Keyboard? And can you swap one out for your old yucky butterfly keyboard? Let's find out. First question comes from our old fan, uh, old fan and friend, Yan. He says, uh, is the keyboard likely to still be the work of Johnny Ive? No. Nope. <laughs> I mean, no. Johnny, well, Johnny technically does work for them, but as a consultant now, right? Like, he's has he, has he stepped down yet, or has that um, happened? I don't know the time frame about it, but yeah, it's like a, a consultancy. Yeah, because he started his own consultancy that's still using Apple as a client. I, I, I would imagine... This Johnny Ive does not have much to do with this new. Yeah, this is a totally different uh, move. And it remains to be seen whether Apple does a full backtrack on the butterfly. I think I think they will, but it may take some time. This sounds like it's not going to be quite as easy to go to all of those models. Yeah, in my discussion with with Phil, I mean, he talked about these keyboards. Keyboards are, are tough to kind of design around. They put a lot of work into this new one. Uh, but he makes the point, like, that's why you don't see dramatic keyboard changes in the industry that often. That's uh, This is difficult stuff. And and adding, like, it wasn't just simply cramming the Magic Keyboard into the MacBook. It was There was a lot of things that they had to consider, uh, which is why, like you said, it seems like a happy medium between, like, the old version and then it's taken some of the, the, the traits of the Butterfly Keyboard as well. Yeah. And it is the one that I would rather be working on. But I mean, I have to say, though, I use the butterfly keyboard all the time and I'm not going to like be an apologist for it at all or or say that it's it's perfectly OK. But I, I like using it. I have not had a breakage on my work laptop that has mm. it. Um, but uh, I, I have a large forgiveness curve for yeah. keyboards of all types. I type on screens. I think that's what it is for me, too. Like, I've just sort of gotten used to it. But when I yeah. go back to, like, an older MacBook Air, even with the the scissor keys, yeah. like, I'm like, oh, this is what I missed. This is nice. Like, uh, And generally for my, my normal day-to-day work, like, I have a, a Bluetooth keyboard that I, I can't really use this for day-to-day stuff. I have, right. you know, I'd have to have an external keyboard. Well, that's why I like uh, the new one, because it feels like the clickier, uh, slightly more responsive to me feel. Right. Right. That the butterfly sometimes has, but more ergonomic and and better travel. That being said, people are still going to feel like this may not have enough travel for them if they're into bigger mechanical keyboards. Oh, for sure. And that's the thing. Like I right in, in the office, I have a mechanical keyboard that I work on. So like when I go from that back to this keyboard, it is a dramatic difference. Right. And this is like, I mean, they don't look dramatically different. Like this is the. Uh, I don't even know if you can see this right here, but these are the 15 versus 16. And you're going to be like, what? These are just, you know, these are two Apple keyboards. Yeah. So they, but they are different. Apple says that the the difference in size is roughly two percent, like two percent larger for this bigger one, because uh, they were able to shove more display in with a thinner bezel, and that's why it generally looks. I mean, they look almost identical. They do, but you can see the difference here if you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, uh, it's uh, let me, let me stack these, and see. There we go. I mean, that's that's something. Yeah. That's something. It's not like crazy but it's it's a different size you may have to get a new bag depending on how tight fitting the bag or sleeve was there if you go. had a 15 there you go uh so if it's not really johnny ive even though he is consulting it's not 100 percent his creation anymore do we know who else is working on apple design kind of stuff these days uh i mean they they kind of listed out some of the like johnny's lieutenants that that ended up being promoted in his stead um yeah 
I'll get back to you on their exact <laughs> titles and names. Yeah, that's a tricky one. Just a moment. Because uh, know- they, they aren't folks who are as iconic as Johnny Ive. That's the thing. They're, they're not household names. Like, if Yet. I mention their names, I don't know if that would even register with anybody. Fair enough. Yeah, I would, do- I would say this, this came across more as, like, Phil Schiller and, and Apple's Mac team solving yeah. the keyboard. Yeah. You know, there wasn't an icon. There was not an iconic uh, designer that was put forward. Uh, from our end. But there is a generation up and coming that Johnny is molding and shaping as we speak. Um, well, I, that's hard to say. Where? Because, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the, I think the executives that have been put in place are, are folks that have been at Apple for a long time. Yeah, so, there's and, a lot and, and of Johnny, Like with Johnny's departure, um, I don't think he has like a direct hand in, in molding folks anymore. I would say Apple's moves this year, too. Like the, there's been there have been several products, not just... Uh, not just this new pro that have made things a little bit thicker, um, a little bit more functional, like uh, particularly the, the iPhones with battery life. Um, and I, I think that's a good move. I think this is a seems like a more practical, uh, not wild. And it's not really wild and crazy. We haven't seen products to me that have like been shocking, but they have been uh, a little more functionally minded. So that's a good direction. That being said, there are still a lot of things that this MacBook Pro doesn't have that you might have been looking for. I mean, it still has four Thunderbolt uh, ports. Not you're stuck with those USB C. Also, no type like ports. micro or no SD card slot, which and no, still annoys me. That's it. Yeah, no other types of slots. There's the headphone jack still, but um, a lot of pros want other types of ports, and um, that's not being offered. So Apple's still being uh, Apple with this. Um, it's just that uh, as far as the keyboard goes, that's a, a it's a move that that should be made. There you go. But not just for pros. Here's one from Tim. He says, uh, with no keynote for the new MacBook Pro, what kind of signal does that send to consumers? Uh, you know, I, I don't know if Apple needed to do events for every single thing. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, <laughs> this might be the start throughout this whole year. They've had a lot of products that have um, come out without events. I mean, yeah. earlier this year, the the iPad mini refresh, um, the iPad Air refresh, um, AirPod, AirPods Pro was a, was a big one that you think would have shown up at the iPhone events. That was, that's still mysterious to me. I mean, look, you could play all sorts of um, guessing games. They were supposed to be possibly, according to reports, some sort of maybe there was an October event. Yeah. Um, right. If maybe there was a product that was going to be a centerpiece of that event that was not there that they decided now that doesn't, you don't need the event. And I don't know. The iPad is the interesting one to me. Like if there's a, you know, there's no new iPad pro this year, as far as we know at Mm -hmm. this point in Mm -hmm. November, um, assuming there isn't, if it gets pushed into 2020, maybe that was like a centerpiece product that would, that these others would have been there. Yeah. We discussed this earlier when the iPad, the uh, AirPod Pros came yeah. out. We're like, oh, why didn't they have an event for this? this was actually a pretty significant, you know, the product. And they still they they launched that as a surprise. They didn't even try to like give people a heads up on that one. So. No, I mean, yeah, just out of the blue, which was which was shocking because that's a really successful product um, product line. So, so this, I mean, this could be it, partly it could be an event that fell through, but also maybe this is just the way that they're they're going to do these things uh, going forward for yeah. some of the products, not not for their not for like an iPhone, but like for some of those products, right? And Apple experiments like right. we think of them as like very predictable with these events, but 
there there will always be a throwing for a loop, uh, like a spring event where the iPhone SE came out, or yeah. Yeah. Uh, a Chicago event for for an iPad refresh with education, or no uh, event at all where things just pop up um, and and we don't even know about them. So I think sometimes it's like they're. I, I feel like maybe they're experimenting and just seeing seeing like how that worked, how this works. Right. Like to, it's a little bit of unpredictable. And keep in mind, you know, they've, they've had a big focus on services this year and they spent a lot of time on pushing Apple Arcade, Apple TV Plus. I mean, they held an event for, for those services. Right. So that probably took some of the, the attention and the resources away as well. I mean, this this MacBook Pro, we're still going to do still gonna do a review, benchmarks, a lot of stuff. We've had it for only a day, less than a less day, than a day. still yeah. by, by our clock. At this moment, uh, look, it is an incremental upgrade. Look, this is a, this is the sort of thing where you're looking at the processors being similar, graphics are new, um, speakers are new, keyboards new. But like, yeah, I mean, the, that that does a very nice refresh. But it is um, it, it's certain things being addressed on the line. I don't know. You don't need an event for that. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if they necessarily needed an event to like tout the keyboard and bring up the keyboard issues that they've been dealing with. Right. Well, like how much is it, is it advancing and how much is it backtracking? Like there's right. an interesting, like, and, and look, if it gets to a good result, that's great. But, um, you know, this is an existing keyboard that they have advanced into figuring out to put into a laptop. So it's not, it, it's like a back to the future thing. I was saying in the piece, like it's, um, you know, they're, they're moving to an existing design. It's a strange. Yeah. It's a strange scenario, but um, but thankfully it's being addressed. Partially. <laughs> I can't even say that because there's still tons of laptops that have the butterfly keyboard right now. And Apple's just like, yep, they're out there. All right, let's shimmy back in and take some more questions. Uh, here's a direct one. Does the charger have power delivery, PD? In terms of... Uh, like external? Or they, does the MacBook have power delivery or the, the charger? The- Sorry about that. I believe that's what they're asking is that there's external power delivery on the charging unit itself, the charging brick. But I'm not sure. Uh, Tim, if you want to clarify for us. Yeah, if you can I, clarify. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, don't, I mean, I know there is a, a, a new charging brick for this thing. That's, it's a 96-watt charger yeah. now. Um, so it's a it's a slightly higher, higher capacity. throughput. Yeah. Um, same size brick. I mean, I'm sorry about that. I'm just being like... In terms of like power delivery, like what are we? Yeah, if you can clarify. Yeah. Thanks. In the meantime, I like this comment from Joseph uh, saying the magic keyboard really magic because it's going back to the OG stable, reliable keyboard technology. That's magical. Throwing a little sauce there. I mean, it already was called that before. So in in that sense, like it it would be really funny if they called it that. They're just re-embracing that brand. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. It's very convenient that they... It's recognizable too. Like yeah, people right, yeah. know what it is. That's I mean, it's an easy it's an easy play for Apple. Yeah. Um, but yes. Uh, here we go. So, other than the keyboard, what other significant improvements are on the new MacBook Pro, if any? Well, that's the thing. So the laundry list is uh, pretty compact. Um, if you had gotten the refresh that happened earlier this year, um, I'm sorry because I can't stand when things like that happen. Where, yeah. Yeah. Where there are refreshes, like it's, it's it's really weird, but the the processors are Intel ninth gen, look pretty much the same as what had been there before. Uh, you've got new AMD graphics, which these are. It's the first time these have debuted that we've seen on a, on a laptop. 
we're curious how they perform. We want to make sure that we're doing the right things with that and mm-hmm. and give so that's information on that to come. Um, battery life, Apple, it's a bigger battery, 100 watt hour, which should get an hour more battery life in everyday use per Apple. So we'll see how that actually translates to. Um, speakers, Apple made a big deal out oh, of yeah. speakers yeah. and mics. Depends on how much are you really using your sound array right. on a laptop. They do sound really good, but how much is that worth to Yeah, they, you? they talked about force-canceling force Woofers? Was it? Yes. Yeah, that, it was like a six-speaker array with these booming woofers. The idea, that, basically, like, there's less vibration, and so the music is supposed to come out clear. And, you know, they, they did sort of side-by-side test with some competitors, and it did sound better, sounded louder yeah. uh, and clearer. Sounds like a Star Wars trick. <laughs> Force cancel. Force cancel. That's uh, what they're going to do to us when the show stops making money. Wow. Force cancel. It's <laughs> a grim... It's a grim term. So uh, we'll fight till the end, Brian. <laughs> so there's the speakers. Oh my kid, we don't make any money. <laughs> the speakers are on there, and there's also they're also better onboard mics, which they claim yes. are studio quality mics. That's great, but I don't. I cannot imagine anyone who's recording professional audio who's going to say, "Yeah, I'll use the built-in mics on the yeah, yeah that's, on the that's You're going to have your own gear. But I guess it's nice if you had to record on them. I think that's like. Again, how much would you pay? But it's nice that the pr- the base price for these is the same as the previous one. So mm-hmm. how much would you pay for the base model would be the same. So that's a nice thing to add, just to throw in. I wouldn't like go running out and the bigger screen, but it's 15.4 versus 16. So it's not a crazy leap here. Um, that's that's basically yeah. the MacBook Pro. So And it's a little heavier. It's like 4.3 pounds now. So it's not like... A wild and crazy update. It's really a story about graphics, keyboard, sound. I mean, really, battery. really, ultimately the keyboard, right? Really, like keyboard. Yeah, yeah. That's and if, if the graphics are a big boost, we'll say it didn't sound like in the description that they were going to be like a you know, rocket to the moon, like mm-hmm. you know you've never seen this before. But addressing the graphics again and updating them is is definitely helpful. Again, we're going to see uh, what you can do. The configurations, of course. If you pay for them, we'll go through the roof. There's there there are now you can now upgrade to 64 gigs of RAM, right? Eight terabytes of SSD. If you do the whole combination, it will run you six thousand ninety nine dollars. That's yeah, that's that's a pretty good deal. Right? You only live once. Yeah, I mean, just, I'm in the market for a new laptop. The battery on mine from 2011 just died last weekend. What do you think, Scott? Should I jump? Should I jump the shark? Hey, give no, up! No, you that, should go for the Mac Pro. Give right? up that Disney vacation. But I like being portable. <laughs> just bring the Mac Pro with you everywhere. Yeah, I mean it's you know it's, it's actually pretty heavy. Just go eight terabytes or, or go home. The, a lot of the price bump is the eight terabyte. Yeah, no surprise. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was like two thousand just to bump up to the final storage configuration. Um, Seems they pretty bumped reasonable. up the ba- <laughs> right. They bumped up the base storage on the on the entry model to five twelve. Um, oh, that's actually, that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. So that's actually nice. Yeah. Um, and 16 gigs of Ram standard, um, unless you upgrade. So that's what you got. Graphics are like four gigs standard. You can go up to, uh, up to eight gigs on the AMD. Uh, it's, it's a Radeon pro 53 Mm. or 5,500 M is the name of the, uh, the graphics card. All right, let's get some more questions under our belt. We do have clarification from the prior question uh, in regards to the MacBook Pro 
charger. Uh, Tim clarifies the brick on the MacBook Pro charger. I know the 2016 version doesn't have PD, uh, uh, but with it, say, like when you're charging your Nintendo Switch on the dock, you need PD. Uh, he's asking if you can actually swap out other external USB-C devices for charging on the MacBook Pro 2019. Is a proprietary charger. <coughs> for charging... Yeah, I don't know. On the Pro? Yes. So the, the, the Pro would deliver the charge. No, no, they're saying, can you use any other USB-C oh, charging... Oh, I see what you're saying. To charge the MacBook things. Pro, Correct. you mean? Um, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, we've, we haven't had it long enough to really test it out yet. Yeah. That's a good I one to add I haven't been list, swapping though. chargers. That's a good question, though. Yeah. This Although, is, like, with that larger battery, now I understand, with that larger battery and needing 96 watt, I mean, you're going to, but we'll see. I think it's a good question. Yeah, I mean, that's why we do this. Now we know what the audience wants to know. We get to yeah. research it better. There you go. Uh, okay. Uh, here's, a, here's a good one from Duran. Uh, I hope the keyboard isn't noisy. Scott, can we get a little ASMR going on in here? What do you think? Oh, it's a great idea. The, the keyboard is actually quite silent. The Pixelbook Go, I think, is even quieter. That's a quite different laptop. I don't think those two markets overlap. Your way. All right. Um, can 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 they hear ready? this? I'm, yeah, gonna, I'm cranking his microphone, hoping for the best. Here we go. This is okay. That's getting video. weird. Let's stop. now. That's really weird. We should do this every episode. <laughs> now let's do the 15 inch. Now you can kick back in your favorite comfy chair and listen to me touch keys. And you know what? You hear the difference. You do. Yeah, you do. Ready? Not that either one was particularly loud. I mean, I, I'll give Apple credit that's on much those. Quieter. Yeah, it's definitely quieter. But yeah, that's it's noticeable. So hey, that well, was that a good question, Duran. Yep. I feel like I'm in Blue Man Group right now. I'm like performing some weird <laughs> live okay. on stage. Scott, the sounds of the keys. Two nights only. Yeah, they're much quieter. <laughs> there you like go. A really bad it's, tap dancing act. Basically, like if you heard me on the other one, you'd be like. It sounds like a little bit like a spider crawling over there. It's a little crackly. But if I'm doing this one. Yeah, it's pretty quiet. You can still hear it, but it's a little soft and hushed. I just love the feel of the, I love the feel of the new keys so much more. Like it's, I'm not going to over, look, they'll have them at like Apple stores. You just like stop in and. Right. And and you can play uh, with the keys. They're supposed to show up, by the way, at Apple stores by the end of the week. So not. Not quite yeah. right away, not today. But uh, if you if you drop by an Apple store by the end of the week, you should be able to get your Touch hands on the these. keys and yeah. decide for yourself. Definitely, but it's a twenty three ninety nine uh, keyboard. Yeah, you could also just get the Magic Keyboard. Yes, although then then you'd have to carry that around with you all the time, <laughs> and that just that's kind of. It is annoying to see it debut and be called a pro feature. Yeah, and I think that's the part. That bugs me because like having a good keyboard is not just something that pros require or request. Hey, we got a few minutes left. And uh, before we move forward, Scott, can you bring your microphone just a little bit closer to you? When you put it back oh, down yeah. after a little ASMR session, I got you. There we go. That's better. You can hear my cold infused voice. That's up much close. better. That's exactly what I want to hear. Much husky, better than keyboards. Husky on Wednesday. <laughs> uh, okay. So if there's a new generation keyboard, can you get a replacement for those butterfly keyboards in the older models? 
No. No, 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 no. no. Um, These are very separate that'd things. That'd be an interesting surgery this is, to watch. This is a whole new product. They had to, I think they basically had to customize the keyboard to fit into this right. 16-inch model. There's no there's no backwards compatibility, though. Like. And and this new one is not part of that extended yes. keyboard replacement program. Yeah. So, like, Apple's doing that for the other keyboards. I, again, we're only... We're only on day zero of uh, of the new MacBook Pro, so we'll see what issues and replacement things end up popping up. But it's not part of that program. Yeah, if you have issues with your butterfly keyboard, it's standard and, and it's covered by Apple. They'll just replace it or fix that keyboard. And you know, Schiller said they're they're looking at they're at this point kind of supporting two different keyboard platforms, right? Yeah, the Scissor one and the butterfly one. So we'll see. If the Scissor one actually makes its way down to the MacBook Air or some of the cheaper MacBook Pros, yeah. I really hope so. But I'm we'll curious see. about like the iFixit and the other reports on this to see what the uh, look yeah, like. Yeah, to see what they say about this and see what people see as the repairability mm-hmm. and replaceability options besides what just Apple, obviously not just what Apple says. So um, TBD, I mean, you know, that's that's the most interesting part. And I've seen comments from people online where they say like, you know, Apple already with these keyboards has, has pulled so many uh, annoying moves that it's hard to to trust when to get back on the keyboard train. So yeah, I mean this is day one, so we'll we'll see how this goes. So far, it looks like the solution that I had been wanting. So the game plan going forward with Apple will probably be to cycle this in as the standard keyboard for all uh, laptop models. Is that that our best guess? Uh, they're, they've no. got to be retiring the butterfly sooner no. or later. Do we no. have a timetable? No. I no. mean. No, that's. I think that's just, that's a thing. That's a uh, that's a pretty big assumption to make right now because they, it's a big assumption. You know, they've they, never they, said that. Well, what about audience in fact, response? Aren't, aren't people generally more positive towards the new Magic Keyboard? Well, here's the annoying thing. One, Apple has said at this point that there's a commitment to both. Right. The the scissor and the butterfly, and two, as Schiller put it, I don't want to you know paraphrase, but it's specifically listed as a feature that pros wanted. Right. So that makes me a little concerned only as far as I think there is a little bit of spin going on that while there's an acknowledgement of the keyboard issues, um, this is being seen as like the pros in particular want this this right. keyboard. Right. There is an acknowledgement yet, seemingly, that everybody wants this keyboard. Um and you know there there are still plus it's, it sounds like it takes some it's I mean not sounds like it's going to take some time to yeah there are that. some practical challenges to fit I think that's partly why we've gotten a 16 inch MacBook it's a slightly larger MacBook to accommodate the size of the keyboard right. the spacing and all that and I don't know if like cramming it into a MacBook Air is like it's not as easy as just like shrinking it down and I think that's why it might take a while my th- that's probably why they're they're reluctant to kind of commit to anything at this point my theory will be that the pro lines have the magic keyboard and they're going to redesign and engineer another keyboard for the air for the air and the compact models mm-hmm. or whatever they will be that they're they may even rename and maybe it'll be something else but they'll say like it has all of the things you like about the magic keyboard in a more compact size like right. they may have to like come up with another solution to this I don't know um point being, that I, I think it, it would not be my assumption to say, oh, cool, I'll just wait till next spring. And then like yeah. all the MacBook Airs will all have this keyboard. I mean, that would be great, but I don't so far. It doesn't uh, it doesn't sound like that's like a guarantee at all. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, that's kind of a perfect place for us to, to uh, land things here today. Um, before we make any editorial assumptions, sound off. Tell us if you're on the Mac, uh, MacBook Butterfly keyboard train or if you're actually far more interested in the Magic Keyboard. We want to hear what your experience is, if, especially if you got one in hands or if you're just specking it out, considering <coughs> purchasing one. What are the attractive features? Go ahead let us know here in the chat, in the uh, comment section, or tweet at us. We're on the Twitter. Uh, before we let you go, though, uh, yesterday after the launch of Disney+, Plus, we did a little poll to see what people were excited about. I know several of us in the room have already subscribed. I know myself. I watched the first episode of Mandalorian last night. Yep, me too. Enjoyed it very much. No spoilers. Uh, also started watching Endgame, but it was late, and I got sleepy, and that's oh, a I need to movie. I just watched the Endgame deleted scenes. I need to do uh, that. Nice. But uh, our takeaway was uh, 65% of our audience was more excited about The Mandalorian. Nobody really on board with the new Pixar series, Forky Asks a Question. Uh, a handful <laughs> for High School Musical, the musical, the series, and Marvel's Hero Project, which are, of course, aimed at a younger audience. And then 23% are just kind of randomly out there in the ether. Uh, so, yeah, Mandalorian got the top vote. Um, thanks, everybody, for participating. We're going to try doing a lot more interactive poll-type stuff and get a better, even more thorough consensus of the audience. Uh, so that's where we're going to land today. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Oh, Roger. Yeah, uh, don't forget to subscribe and ring the bell so you can join us here live weekday mornings. And if you have the chance, check us check out the links below to learn more about today's topics. And feel free to subscribe to our audio podcasts that are on every platform ever. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. And I'm the super congested Scott Stein. <laughs> thanks for joining us. 